trigger warning. This video contains references to abuse, drug usage, trauma, sexual assault, and domestic violence that some viewers may find distressing. If you need resources or support, visit beyondblue.org.au for free counselling. Open 24-7 for everyone in Australia. Visit Lifeline for 24-hour crisis support on lifeline.org.au for confidential information, counselling and domestic abuse support. Call 1-800-RESPECT or visit 1-800-RESPECT.org.au. Please proceed with caution and exercise self-care. We're going the extra mile is something that we really love to push in our office. So we've got a really, really good team. Um, I'm the team leader for our South Brisbane office. Wonderful. And I'm kind of 2IC to our head of department. So I assist him with our Victoria and New Zealand branches as well. So the extra mile is something that we really try and unpack and push in our Brisbane office. And it makes for good stories at the end of the day with our colleagues. You're listening to Property Investor Tales, stories from the front yard. Here's your host, Tabitha Bright. Hello and welcome to Property Investor Tales, stories from the front yard. I get to speak to property investors from around Australia about their investing journey. My name's Tabitha Bright and I'm the Head of Coaching here at Positive Real Estate, where we help people build wealth through property. With over 8,000 clients across Australia and New Zealand, there are some incredible stories to tell, which hopefully make your investing journey that little bit easier and will inspire you along the way. So my guest today is Kayla Brooks. This young lady takes us on a personal journey of the trials and tribulations of property managers in the day-to-day role of dealing with not only tenants, but the owners and everything else in between. So join me and enjoy this conversation with Kayla. Hey everyone, uh, good to be back. Tabitha here with our next podcast episode. So I have uh, Kayla with us. Kayla is a career property manager. She's part of our six-star team here at Positive Real Estate under the banner of R&W. And um, I'm super pumped to have Kayla here. So welcome to the podcast, Kayla. Thanks, Tab. Thanks for having me. I'm super pumped to be here and explore what we're going to unpack today. We are going to unpack a fair bit. Um, Kayla's a bit of a local legend here at Positive Real Estate. Uh, She's been sharing recently her day in the life of a property manager. (laughs) And um, it had the greater company in stitches along with some, uh, some photos. So it was, um, it was a very entertaining ride to get to see what you go through in your day, Kayla. So, so I'd like to start off at the beginning. Um, how did you get into property management? How long have you been in property management? Um, in January, I would have been in the industry for seven years. I mm. kind of got into it by accident. <laughs> Oh, like all good careers. (laughs) Yeah, one of my friends um, referred me to his work for an interview when I was looking for a job and I did an interview with the company at the time and I got the job the next day. Oh, fantastic. And what attracts you to property management? I like the fact that every day is not the same day. So you deal with such diverse people and such such extreme days from one end to the next. So for me, I just like the unpredictability of it. <laughs> well, judging by your uh, your day in the life of, it certainly was um, unpredictable. 
Um, and so tell me a little bit about what you do for um, our clients. And, um, and I know you guys, one of the values, positive real estate, we have our set of company values. And one of our values is going the extra mile. And I believe this is something that you guys hang your hat on. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so going the extra mile is something that we really love to push in our office. So we've got a really, really good team. Um, I'm the team leader for our South Brisbane office. Wonderful. And I'm kind of 2IC to our head of department. So I assist him with our Victoria and New Zealand branches as well. So the extra mile is something that we really try and unpack and push in our Brisbane office. And it makes for good stories at the end of the day with our colleagues. <laughs> And you were sharing some recently, like um, what's an example of going the extra mile? Yeah, sure. We had an owner recently. Um, he just got married. So if you're listening, Daniel, congrats, Daniel and Dora. Um, he recently went on a honeymoon. So unfortunately for him, the tenant vacated last minute. He was onboarding a flight to the Maldives and gave me his credit card and said, just get it done so we did off we went to fantastic furniture came out target we furnished his property put a tenant in there and I think at one point I stayed there until 10 p.m washing dishes and folding tea towels to make it look oh. like the ultimate home for our tenants so that's one of the extra mile days that we've had this week oh well I mean you know I, I think that's amazing that you guys go to those lengths um for our clients I know um, when we did our renovation here um, on our house here in, in Paran, we had a company that had a similar value set that did it. And the young lady that project managed it, um, she did a similar thing. She came in and cleaned it, did the, you know, they do a final clean before handover, but she came in and titivated it all and uh, dressed it with some stuff and the handover. And it just, the difference it makes for you as a client um, mm. is phenomenal. I'll always go back to them if ever I was to build again. So, um, so tell me, what are some of the stranger things that have happened to you as a property manager? Oh, where do I start? I, when I first commenced in the industry, I started in a, like a low socioeconomic demographical area. So yeah. we definitely saw some things whilst working there. One of my favorite ones probably isn't a favorite for them, but it's something that I will always remember is approving some tenants to move in with their parents while they save for their wedding. Yes. As you do, weddings can be expensive. And I think a month or two later, I went for a routine inspection. Obviously the notice got lost in the post or an email back then and walked in on the daughter-in-law with the dad. Oh, and so, so the wedding did or didn't go ahead? Um, I don't believe it went ahead, no. So then we had to deal with a sudden vacate. It was a little bit messy. Um, so that's some of the wild things. I've seen my fair share of naked tenants and unapproved random stock animals, you know. It just There's a lot to unpack in the property management realm. Which is why I guess it attracts a certain type of personality, maybe. Like you've got to be able to deal with, you know, I mean, I guess a lot of um, <laughs> different circumstances would be the kindest way of putting it. Oh, definitely. I always make a joke in the office and say that we are like Switzerland. We wear many hats in the office, but we definitely need thick skin and we often act as hostage negotiators, I tell my owners. Ah, so tell me a little bit more about that. 
property management we deal with our fair share of crazy tenants majority of them are really good but it's that one percent that definitely stands out a little oddball tenant so yeah I think it just takes one bad day for someone to become unhinged (laughs) (laughs) we definitely see a lot of that and and so on a more serious side I mean I imagine I uh, and I'm just giving you this question out of the blue Um, Mm -hmm. So you would have to have processes and understandings of dealing with some tricky stuff like mental health, like uh, domestic violence, like, um, so obviously it's a varied skill set that often gets um, overlooked, I think, a lot of, uh, I think sometimes the rhetoric I hear around property management is, you know, it's deemed to be a young team that, uh, you know, just using it as a leg up to get into an industry is some of the rhetoric that I've heard in the past. But whenever I've actually spoken to a career property manager, it, it's been mm. quite the different story that you guys live and breathe what you do and the mm. human element um, and that you do have to have an understanding of so much from the legislation through to these trickier situations. Have you had to deal with some pretty serious stuff? over the years yeah 100 percent. so to get in the industry back when I commenced you just had to do your real estate registration license to become a registered agent um yeah. now I believe they're having a push that you need to complete a cert for which I think is great yeah. but I think what you need to bring into the industry which you obviously can't obtain on a piece of paper is thick skin and life experience um we've had to deal with many things we liaise with you know police officers from department of child safety we liaise with the rspca for you know animals being tortured or neglected we there's a lot of stuff that we see on a daily basis that doesn't begin to cover what we do for owners under the management agreement Wow. Yeah, I know um, I know that I've had property managers having to deal with, you know, things like suicide, things like... Um, yep, um, I've had one of those. Right. Okay. So, and so how do you manage that? Like, how do you let go of your day? What makes you a successful property manager? I think if any property managers listening, they would laugh at the fact if someone said, oh, once you exit, you leave your work at the door. That definitely doesn't happen in our industry. You take a lot Mm. home through vicarious trauma. So secondhand trauma, whether it's a death of a tenant, a suicide. I had a tenant a couple of weeks ago that was disgruntled. We moved him on because he sexually assaulted an elderly neighbor. And he was so angry that we moved him out. He had murdered all of his fish from the front yard and cut the heads off all of his birds and you know tenants like that they're perfect on paper you never have a single issue this tenant had lived there for four years five years and then just a sudden sudden change so I think for that we definitely experience a lot so it makes all the difference when you have a really really good team and I think the benefit for my office particularly is we are given free psychology and counselling sessions as part of our employment. That's fabulous. Um, It's interesting to hear you say what you guys deal with because, um, you know, I I mean, I've had some interesting experiences with tenants over the years, but, you know, nothing that I've actually experienced one-on-one. 
Mm-hmm. And I've had so many clients of mine come to me over the years and say, oh, I don't want to pay a property manager. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to cough. I've got a little bit of hay fever. I'm just going to uh, mute myself for two So annoying. <laughs> it's the season. But yeah, yeah, it always blows my mind when owners don't want to pay a property manager. We had an owner mm. that didn't want to pay one, but he self-managed um, his tenants at the time. Um, got a divorce, hell hath no fury, like a woman been scorned, her husband cheated. And when he was overseas, she sprinkled grass seed in the carpet and left the sprinklers on inside. And he came back to luscious lawn where his carpets once were. So that owner learned his lesson that day that it pays to have both good insurance and a bloody good agent. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think you could have said it better. Um, and it's it's interesting talking to you because, like, over the years, I've done probably 15 years of, um, of coaching clients in property investing. And as mm-hmm. I'm sure you would find when you're working with clients uh, and tenants, that you get to talk to so many people from so many different areas of life but there's commonalities and you see certain patterns of behavior you can almost once you start talking to someone you can almost you almost know how it's going to go and where it's going to go and it's interesting talking to you because you come across as incredibly self-assured and very direct but also empathetic and all of the career property managers I know have had those qualities because I think um, it's what makes you a great property manager, right? Because mm. if you're dealing, I remember talking to um, another property manager that used to be part of our team and um, she's moved on, but I remember overhearing her um, talking to a client, that, a tenant, I beg your pardon, that was being evicted and the tenant was 100% um, in the wrong. They hadn't paid their rent. They'd, you know, they'd damaged the property. They were moving out. She was having to get the police in. She was taking them through the process. And they had nowhere to go. And yeah. she was giving them the options of the um, services that they could tap into. And I could hear noise on the other end of the phone that you know they were obviously upset obviously excitable and how she managed that conversation I just thought it was incredible to watch her still have empathy even though yes you know the tenant was absolutely in the wrong and needed to be evicted she had to look after the landlord's property but at no point in time was she short sharp rude she was only empathetic and caring and and understood this person was having probably the shittest time of their life, right? Yep. At that point. And well, you geez, you'd hope that was the shittest time of their life at that point. Um <laughs> and so I think, you know, the skill set that you guys bring is often really, really um undervalued and overlooked. Hence you definitely need good, yeah, good negotiation skills and the ability to breathe on the phone. I think I wouldn't be exaggerating if I said I didn't get abused a minimum three times a week. Really? Three times a week? Three times a week. Right. 
Okay, I can honestly say in the last 12 months, I've not been abused by any client. <laughs> I can't actually think of a time I've been abused by a client. Um, yeah. It you, might you, seem like high odds, but I think as team leader, you know, my yeah. team, we don't get paid to be yoga. So whenever there's issues, I will 100% nominate to take those difficult calls and things where I can. So just to clarify, those calls aren't for me directly, but... You know, everyone's going through something different in their walks of life, whether or not it's an angry owner, angry tenant, angry tradie. You, on average, a property manager, just for some clarity, would manage 150 houses, for example. An average home would have, on average, two tenants to two owners. So you're dealing with about 600 people in your portfolio that you chat to throughout the year. That's a high amount of people to keep happy, and it's just not possible at always yeah yeah and then you add trades into that and mm -hmm. <clears throat> everything else that goes along with managing a property um, so what are some of the what are some of the funniest things you've seen what comes to mind when I say tell me a funny story <laughs> I'm almost scared to ask you because it's like what's going to come out of the uh, take us through some of the day in the life of anything hey, right. we're yeah, all curious sure. <laughs> Some of the funny ones, okay, I had, as you said, like mentioned earlier, when I was become famous in the industry for posting my day in the life of, I had a tenant who had um, been evicted for constant arrears. Now, these tenants, perfect tenants on paper, owner happy, no issues, yep. aside from the fact they were notoriously late in rent. Um, yep. On getting rid of them, we went to do the exit inspection and they had literally shit on all the carpets inside all of the cupboards and spread it on every single blind. blind. So the blinds I don't know how or I logistically I try and picture how they did that and I hope it's oh, no, their no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think we even want to think about think about that in any great detail so so somebody's obviously they've they've defecated they've spread it all around the house they've they put have. It in covers. um yeah and so what is the comeback I, I mean obviously you hold some of their bond yeah yeah but bond when you look at it that's it's almost like a forensic clean because with feces comes disease so you we had to rip up the carpet scrub the walls bleach everything the property sat vacant for two to three weeks while we conducted such extensive repairs and less covid everything's Who delayed isn't it um the owner had no insurance at the time he unfortunately didn't renew his insurance which is a very unfortunate situation so me being the champion i am again above and beyond I had to take down the blinds with my tradie so I learned how to oh. yep remove the blinds we had a cleaner go in who could only do so much so my colleague and I went to Bunnings bought a heap of cleaning items we cleaned it we had it bond cleaned professionally cleaned it took that much work to get it restored right so going above and beyond top value so that that's probably the most recent one I mean I've been barreled up and attacked by a tenant who had a pet turkey that was going to get killed by the neighbor for Christmas and she was an animal lover didn't tell me she had it hid it in her spare room opened the door and I got absolutely mauled by her pet turkey oh. 
So she stopped, hang on, let me get this right. So she stole the turkey from the neighbour. Yep, it was in a cage. He had said to her that, you know, turkeys can be a bit loud, that he had planned to fatten it up and eat it for Christmas. Um, her being the good advocate she was, broke in overnight, stole the turkey, put it in her house. She's like, she put it in the yard. I guess he'd snatch it back and failed to mention that, hoping I wouldn't notice. Um, went into she opened her- the door and got attacked by a turkey. Turkey now I have an irrational fear of anything with feathers. Yeah. <laughs> they can be honestly, I've been attacked by a rooster. They can be pretty fucking nasty. Excuse they the are. They got very sharp claws and beaks too. Yeah, they do that thing like when <laughs> they jump at you. Have you had that? They jump at you and their claws come. And so, all right, so you've been attacked by a turkey. And I saw uh, one of our team has a rental property. And the tenant has a pet pig they discovered. Yes, I saw that as well. Um, I think new legislation tenants know that you know they can now have pets within reason and they're just running with it. He had a pet pig inside his house and it wasn't a miniature pig, just to clarify. This thing was, it was pretty chonky. He was well fed. <laughs> I did like pigs, but it was a big, it was a big, big pig. Um, what else? Oh, there's so many things to unpack. I had a tenant. Okay, here's my favorite story. Okay, tell me your favorite story. (laughs) First year into the industry and I had a tenant rock up into the the office and she was bleeding. Very, very disheveled, very upset. And I thought, oh my goodness, what's happened to this poor lady? She's given me her keys, said that she's had to leave her house due to domestic violence. So naturally... We yep. give her the support. We take the keys. Yep. I go to the property next day and her boyfriend's living there who wasn't approved, never lived there. I said, hey, mate, got to go. Um, can't be living in here. And he completely refused to leave. So he, under the laws of legislation, was squatting or living there without permission. Police got involved when the police rocked up to do a warrant of possession. They noticed that the gentleman in there was wanted by police, as were all of his friends. He was wanted by the police? Yes, he was wanted by the police. So they were thrilled that they had the men that they'd been chasing. Um, So there was four of them in total. (laughs) Three of them the police wanted. Now, Kitsa me I think I was 22 at the time so a little uh, 23 around that age so younger I'm 29 for anyone listening um (laughs) all of a sudden there are paddy wagons everywhere now this is a gated complex one road in one road out these gentlemen have locked the doors all of them and the windows police are there and little me my locksmith rocks up ready to change the locks And when I say the shit that unfolded next, I was not ready for it. And they don't teach you this when you become a property manager. We were standing at the front, police trying to negotiate him, get him out, move him on. We're going to change the locks, call it a day. Well, four hours later, we're trying to get them out. And I thought, you know, should probably go home. You know, I, I didn't know what else I could possibly do. They finally get on their motorbikes. These People break out of the house at the back, get on the motorbikes and start running around. One tries to run me over in the street. The police officer throws me in the bush, try to keep me safe and get me out of the road. 
And then they kick the door in. We get inside at that point, the locksmith, and the whole house smells like gas. They had left the gas cooktops on. That's why they'd locked the doors. They were building all of the gas inside the house. When we were inside with the police, they were riding around the unit, throwing matches and lighters in there, trying to set us all on fire. What? Yeah. So I'm having a panic, panic attack, trying to run outside, police trying to keep us inside. It was just the most irate, insane situation I had ever been in as a young woman. But, you know, police go to things in pairs. Correctional officers work in pairs. Um, as a property manager, you don't know what you're walking into. And too often, we're just lone soldiers out there doing our inspections, doing our job. Wow, Kayla. Well, that puts it in perspective. I think I'm pretty gobsmacked. I thought I had some good stories over the years, but I've certainly... A, never been thrown into a bush by a police officer, and B, that's like something out of a diehard movie or something something with Mel Gibson from the 80s where someone flicks a match behind them and it all explodes. So what happened to these guys? I mean, I suppose the police chased them down, and, and how did you defrag from all of that? And I don't even know, like you said, how to unpack that. I honestly didn't think it impacted me as much as what it did until probably a week later. So right. I think a bit of PTSD Delayed. with that. Yeah. When I drove back to the office that afternoon, I was in trouble by my boss for being late and not calling him. And when I told him what happened, obviously he's empathized and sympathized. But even driving to the office, one of the gentlemen from the house must have had a friend and he was driving behind me doing the, the, like the knife cutting your throat thing that what? they do on movies. And police were at my house and I couldn't stay at my home for, for a week. I had to stay with my mom. So that was a trial by fire for property management. It, like it's not always that wild, but I think that definitely opened my eyes as to what a normal Friday can sometimes look like for some. Wow. And, um, and I guess people will just come back to how on earth did they get the property in the first place but from what I'm hearing the girlfriend had the lease and she was probably pretty kosher and then the the guys moved in or something like that is that what happened yeah, correct so the girlfriend um and him were seeing each other I'd met this gentleman a couple of times he was a very nice man and maybe I'm a terrible judge of character it's probably why I don't date anymore but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, she vacated and he had just gone straight in there. He had spare keys cut from when he would visit her during their long-term relationship. So it just, oh. it takes a second for things to go I wild. Mm. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I have had clients like if, um, if you guys have listened to any of the other podcasts, you know, we've, we've had clients that have had naked seances held in their backyards by tenants. And yep. I think the poor property manager got a hex put on her. Uh, when she tried to evict them, <laughs> I've had um, <clears throat> one uh, one client who whose dad thought he'd manage his own property, and he'd come back, and um, it was Abe Pasolitas. So I think it was my very first podcast. He was telling me this story about how um, his dad had come out and said, "Oh, you know, such nice boys. They've even tried to wallpaper the place." And he was like, "What are you talking about, Dad?" He said, "Oh, yeah, they've." put foil all over the walls which of course as we know is um usually linked to um uh, illegal drugs, drugs and yeah. yeah yeah so they were growing pot or something and the dad was just totally um 
just unaware. Uh, so, you know, you certainly, having talked to enough people over the years, you certainly hear stories, but, you know, these are the 1%. Um, and, um, and what Sam and the team do so well is we have, um, you know, we have what we call our flight to quality uh, strategy where we're buying, you know, good quality property and good quality areas, um, usually with a higher income bracket, there are less of these kinds of problems simply due to the fact that people are not under the financial pressure. Um, mm -hmm. And so uh, if I was to make broad statements, you know, where um, people are not fighting to, to live and to feed themselves, then, you know, <laughs> we become much better humans um, because we don't have those other pressures. So, and this is where flight to quality and, and having quality property is so important. So I'm hoping that you have fewer of those challenges, Kayla, in your day-to-day -day role. <laughs> Um, as we migrate to better and better quality property. Um, yeah. Any last words of wisdom? So if you were to meet Kayla and you were able to meet Kayla from, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, what would you say to Kayla from that era that you've learned today? What would be your, your, your gift of parting wisdom to young Kayla? I would just tell her to buckle up, Tab. Like... At the end of the day, I wouldn't change anything. I've learned some of the best life skills, the craziest life skills, as much as I've met some people one stubby short of a six pack. I've also <laughs> met some really beautiful humans along the way, some great owners, some empathetic owners. This job can be a bloody thankless job at times, but it could also be really rewarding. You know, a tenant moves in and she's a single lady. And then all of a sudden, three years later, she's married. There's a baby in the house. You see people's lives, um, little snippets here and there. So yeah. I think if I could say anything to myself, it would be buckle up and just remind myself that I've survived 100% of my worst days so far. Sometimes <laughs> I need that reminder. I like that as a saying. And it's so yeah. true. Like it's easy to get attached to these stories of drama that's affected us, but we've survived and we've survived a hundred percent of it, which is an, a phenomenal result when you think about it. Yeah. Um, well, congratulations. We're glad we've had you on planet earth for 29 years. You said 29 years. It'll 29 be 30 years. next year. Yeah. Oh, the big three O. Um, so look, we're, we're absolutely thrilled to have you on the team and, um, and folks, you know, to have somebody with Kayla's skill set with her um, absolute dogged determination uh, to add value and to go the extra mile. It's just a snippet to the insight of what some of the team go through, uh, some of the stories, um, but uh, an amazing job, Kayla. And I know you've got lots of incredibly happy, happy uh, clients from Positive Real Estate and R&W. And um, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you today. So um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. No worries, Tad. Thanks for having me anytime. <laughs> My pleasure. See you soon. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for listening to Property Investor Tales. Remember to subscribe so you get notified every time a new episode drops. 
As you can guess, I love hearing people's property investor tales. So if you'd like to share yours, then please get in touch with me via email at propertyinvestortales at positivementor.com.au. We would also love your feedback and I would appreciate a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Remember, you can watch all of these podcasts over on YouTube at Positive Mentor or at positivementor.com.au. Until then, take care, happy investing, and bye for now.